Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. We make our way to the phone lines, and a good friend of the program is Andrew Kaffes, AAA Indianapolis play-by-play broadcaster to discuss Max Cranick, an 11th round selection five years ago by the Pirates, who over the course of uh, just a, a handful of starts in AA and a few in AAA is set to make his major league debut. Just seven above uh, the single-A level and AA and AAA. In 2019, he spent the entire year in Bradenton, where in 20 starts he had a 379 earned run average. His command has improved since then. He really did use 2020 to uh, better himself. And he's also now got a 97 to 98 mile an hour fastball topping out, which sits around 94. So, Andrew, good afternoon. When we spoke, I guess, last time, we were up against it, and I wanted you to give me just a quick glimpse of, of Cranick, and we didn't have a ton of time to elaborate. But if I recall correctly, you mentioned that something to the tune that you didn't really understand why Max Cranick was ranked higher uh, on the, the Pirates' uh, food chain, if you will, by either Baseball America or MLB Pipeline, whatever ranking system that you'd like, because he's been in the uh, upper 20s and sometimes coming in, I believe, at the 30th best prospect, depending on which publication that you look at. But, Andrew, uh, that was quite clairvoyant of you because he's first coming up here in this stretch of 20 games in 20 days. He's a good one, it sounds like. Yeah, I was really surprised. We talked a little bit about it last time. I think he's 30th on MLB.com. I, I just really hard-pressed to find 20. I, I'm sure there's a, a handful, maybe 10 guys better than him uh, as far as as far as pitchers go. But to be 30th for a guy that's throwing upper 90s with, uh, as you mentioned, improving command and uh, improving off-speed pitches as well. I, I think his off-speed still needs work in terms of the long term. But I think he has proven that he can go up there and compete. And he's on a bit of a weird stretch this whole entire season. He's had a really good start, followed by a so-so start. He's coming off a so-so start. That was against Memphis back on June 18th. He gave up five runs in five innings. The start prior to that, he threw a one-hitter over five frames with nine strikeouts. So I'm kind of hoping that trend at least continues for Max, uh, at least for one more start here in his Major League debut. So he has the velocity, right, with the fastball. Talk to me about the secondary stuff, because I do understand uh, the slider is really the best pitch for him. Can you put into words what that pitch looks like, what kind of depth it has, how he uses it, when he uses it? It's still a work in progress as far as being, I, I think they would like it to be a wipeout pitch. Anytime you throw upper 90s, if you can have a wipeout slider, you're going to be a really, really tough guy to face uh, every fifth day if you're a starter. And it, I don't think it's quite wipeout ready yet. Uh, it has very good lateral movement, a little bit of drop, 
out of his hand, it kind of looks like a curveball, at least to a right-handed hitter, just because of the angle he comes at you um, as a right-handed hitter. I think lefties see it a little bit better, that slider, but on the other hand, it cuts into them, so it can be a little bit more difficult to hit, if, even if they do spot it a little bit earlier than a righty. And again, you couple that with that 97-mile-per-hour fastball. If he improves his changeup with those two pitches to complement that upper mid to upper 90s heat, uh, I think he can stick in the big leagues, uh, which is really exciting because right now it, the Pirates just trying to build that rotation out in this uh, in the midst of this rebuild. Max Cranick, a Scranton native, by the way, uh, who the Pirates paid over slot for in the 11th round in 2016 to keep him away from a commitment to the University of Virginia, making his major league debut for the Pirates this afternoon against the St. Louis Cardinals. Our conversation with Andrew Kappas, AAA Indianapolis radio broadcaster, continues. Understand that there's a cutter in there as well. What about the the mound mentality? What about the makeup of the player? Is this a guy that's a a big-time competitor out there? Does he show his emotions on his sleeve, or is he more calm and stoic, and you wouldn't know if he's up by four or down by four? It's really interesting because, as you know, with the year off last year, I say year off, he was obviously working on the side, but uh, not game action. You just didn't know what you were going to get. You don't know what you're going to get with a lot of these guys uh, because it has been so long since they've competed in a game. And then you take in Max's case, he only made a couple of starts at double-A before he got moved up to triple-A. That's a pretty quick ascent, even if you take out that 2020 uh, calendar year where he didn't pitch competitively. And he's a guy that really has a great poker face because he doesn't really change expression on the mound, which I think can really benefit you uh, because sometimes guys can feed, hitters that is, can feed into seeing a guy that may be struggling, whether it be mechanically or whether something doesn't feel right coming out of the bullpen. Because if you make 30 starts in the year, I'd say 10 to 15 of them, you don't always have your best stuff coming out. And if you can kind of hide that with your body language and with that stoic face, that kind of no emotion, just stoic face, not really showing what's on your mind or what may or may not be wrong, that can really benefit you in that mental warfare between you and the hitter. And I think Max has that. And you kind of need to have that because he's got good size, but he's not big and overpowering. He's not necessarily scary uh, when you're in the box. He's 6'3", 210 is what they list him at. Uh, but then you see that fastball. You see that 97, 98-mile-an-hour fastball, and that kind of respect is, uh, is a bit commanded. Andrew Kappas, our guest, AAA Indianapolis broadcaster, giving us the breakdown on Max Cranick, who makes his Major League debut for the Pirates today against the St. Louis Cardinals, our pregame coverage uh, for the uh, 215 first pitch in advance of the Ben Charrington show continues. Um, what did he work on? Because you look at the walks in 2019, they were up, and Cranick really wasn't on the radar. Obviously, an incredible ascent. Seven starts split across AA, Altoona, and AAA this season. And here he is making his major league debut after really not pitching competitively in 2020. So this guy is a greenhorn by traditional player development standards. But as we understand it, Vic Black, former Pirates farmhand and briefly in the big leagues with the Bucks, actually was the guy that the Pirates dealt to uh, the New York Mets back in 2013 to acquire Marlon Byrd. Well, now he's doing some player development work and, and has with the Pirates organization. I understand uh, Andrew, that he was instrumental in, in doing not an overhaul, but a lot of work with, with Max Cranick. And I'm curious as to what you might be able to tell us about that. Well, he's a really good guy to have in your back pocket. I had a chance to see Vic pitch for, uh, pitch for the Indians when I was actually in Scranton, Pennsylvania, working for, uh, working for the Rail Riders, the Yankees AAA affiliate. Um, and uh, he's a guy that has a similar profile as far as when he was in the lower levels, he could rely on that overpowering heat. 
But you get to a certain point, and I'd say it's different every year because it really depends on the makeup of AA, uh, whether it's more advanced or whether it's more prospect-oriented because it kind of ebbs and flows uh, as the years go by. It's more prospect-oriented this year, by the way. Uh, but uh, there comes a point where that overpowering heat, you need something else. You need to be a pitcher and not a thrower. And I think Vic had to make that transition and, and made that transition a little bit later um, than, than maybe he would have preferred, uh, but still obviously worked out for him as he, as he made his uh, – got to the major leagues. So I think he's a really good guy to have in your back pocket to develop because I think Max was getting by with that heat, that mid-90s heat when he was uh, when he was a lower-level prospect. And you see that reflected in a little bit of the erraticness uh, just because you're going to be much better than, than a lot of those guys in low A and in high A. But you get to double A, you get to triple A, those guys are used to seeing that 95 to, to 97 gas. So you need to develop that off-speed pitches. And I think Vic was pretty instrumental in, in getting him to realize that those two to three other secondary pitches were going to make that fastball even that much better. And more importantly, you need those pitches to be working to stick in the big leagues. Andrew Kappas is with us, AAA Indianapolis broadcaster. Uh, can you give us a quick update on Mitch Keller? A handful of outings, I guess, since he was uh, sent back down uh, to you guys. Anthony Alford, what's his health status? Understand a collision at first base uh, isn't all that significant, but uh, kind of held our breath when we didn't see him in the lineup the following day. Uh, of most notable interest of, of guys that are most likely to make their way up to Pittsburgh here in the, in the not-too-distant future, what do you got on Keller and Alford? Oh, Mitch is still kind of working through those things that we talked about last time. He, he actually came out as a starter his last time out just a couple nights ago in Louisville. Uh, gave up three runs, two earned in three innings. Uh, the control was there. The precision was a little bit there more compared to what we saw in his last couple of outings, especially that June 20th outing against Memphis. But still, you, you don't like to see those four hits, especially against a Louisville team that has struggled for the most part offensively, the Reds AAA affiliate. But, but again, it's a process, and it's kind of him – getting away from, from the bright lights of Pittsburgh, from the bright lights of Major League Baseball to kind of work on those issues. And I hope he can work through them. We know he has the talent. We've seen him do it uh, not only in AAA, but we've seen glimpses of it in Pittsburgh. So uh, he's kind of still working through that. And as, uh, as far as Anthony Alford goes, he's been really the, the shining star offensively for the Tribe, but he hasn't played since June 24th. Uh, so I know that's a, that's a big concern. Um, and uh, I don't think it's anything too terribly serious. But it is a concern when you miss a couple of days consecutively, especially with how hot he was. Uh, he had his hitting streak snapped on June 23rd against Louisville earlier this week, but he's still up to 292 with the Indians. He's been an electric piece of the offense and a guy that uh, just at 26 years of age, granted it'll be 27 in a month, um, that I still think can be a big league player. I know he's been a prospect seemingly for almost a decade, but uh, hopefully he's starting to figure that out and he can get healthy as well. Pirates Cardinals coming your way here on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. Our pregame coverage continues, and we're chatting with Andrew Kappas, AAA Indianapolis broadcaster, as uh, Max Kranick makes his major league debut this afternoon for the Bucks. Uh, one final thing I do want to ask you, obviously the reports of Shelby Miller signing a minor league deal. He's going to start in AAA Indianapolis, uh, the former Cardinals first-round pick. He's bounced around. He's trying to make his way back to uh, the big leagues. The Bucks are going to give him an opportunity any information on how he's going to be deployed when he's going to maybe uh, make his uh, a debut in the Bucks organization? Will that be as a starter? Do you have any details for us there, Andrew? There hasn't been anything completely set in stone. I, I know there's uh, there's still some minor hiccups that uh, that we haven't had to worry about until obviously this year and, and last year as far as intake 
Um, he, he's been in the Major League Baseball protocol, so to speak. I'm not sure where the Cubs are at as far as being the relaxed protocols or, or still the more enhanced protocols. That that's not uh, really public information for most people. But uh, but I would imagine he'll get he'll get almost like a spring training 2.0 based on what we've seen in years past with uh, with the Pirates, what they've done, and what most teams do to get a guy up to speed. But uh, I do like the signing. I, I think uh, for Indianapolis, it makes it intriguing that you get a guy in the clubhouse at the very least that's been around, that's been a competitor in the big leagues, that's had a really good couple of seasons, really, when he first got to the big leagues with St. Louis, um, that can kind of uh, guide some of the younger guys on the pitching staff. And obviously, if you're the Buccos, you're hoping you catch lightning in a bottle. He can kind of channel some of that 2013 Shelby Miller and, uh, and get up to the big leagues. And whether that means he helps the team or he becomes a bit of a, a piece that you can move in the next, uh, in the next six weeks, will, or five weeks, I guess, should, will uh, be, uh, be remain the scene. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.